Yup Beer, made with all natural ingredients and only $1.85 a can. Available in over 200 locations across Ontario. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. It's your host, Josh Elijah, to my right, my other host, Michael Fulmer. Mikey, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Woo! Just Michael. got off the horn with her boy, and I fucking, I'm not sure if I'm spooked or if I want to go watch a Rocky Balboa movie <laughs> and get the gym. Oh, man, this is, it was one hell of an episode, but first, I mean, we gotta, we gotta say what up to her boy, Birdman. What's going on, Jesse? What's up, boys? How you doing today? Hey, birdie? Man, I gotta say, like, I'm really, really uh, stoked for this episode. We just got off the off the phone with uh, with our boy Gil Ansa, uh, who is the owner of uh, J11 Body Tech and Professional Bodybuilder. Um, man, it was just a complete uh, delight to have him on the show. Great to great to catch up with an old friend of mine. Uh, and not only that, but really just peel back the curtain, not only on bodybuilding, but uh, give his insights into uh, you know just living a better life really yeah it was so nice to get that new angle on uh not our typical uh big four sports it was good to what good a, to what chat about wellness and lifting i know right his energy just, is just unreal he's in his 50s and yeah. he yeah. is just buzzing and yeah. it's incredible yeah, it's it's really it, it was great to have him on and great it was great to shake things up a bit and and be able to talk not only it's just a very educational show about you know finding out more about what actually goes into bodybuilding I had no fucking no. idea the type of stuff that goes in because I yeah I, I get that it's definitely going to be mentally and and physically taxing uh, but just altogether like it, it it sounds like a full twenty four hour seven days a week three hundred sixty five days a year just a full lifestyle commitment 100 yeah. percent. it's it's crazy because mainstream or people that don't really have an understanding they think it's you take a needle and you get big and then you're a bodybuilder and it is so far beyond that taking some performance enhancing drugs right like it is a lifestyle it is a grind and i'm glad he got to come on and shed some light on that for sure i mean every time i was just like i would just crack open another e-hop right <laughs> and you're just like oh, man. i was getting so hyped telling he was telling us about nutrition and fucking grinding through workouts and eating and rice and chicken clock, 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 clock. yeah and as soon as i'd be like fucking right yeah. up would be but, right in my but mind. seriously thank you thank you yep we, we appreciate yup. it i mean 
mean, like, if we're going to be drinking uh, drinking any yeah, sort of beer, might, you might as well be as the well lowest calorie one. Low, low in calories, uh, no artificial uh, flavors or anything, um, no artificial ingredients as well. Just <laughs> fucking beer. Just a good yeah. light beer. Gil approve. Gil but, but do yourself yeah, yeah. a favor and, and just make an appointment for a checkup with your doctor after you're yet, please. That's all yeah. I ask. Yeah. yeah. After you have don't go into the doctor after yeah. you have a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> at least twenty four of them. <laughs> but man, yeah, it's absolutely. It's just gotta gotta health is wealth, like you always say, right? Yo, health is wealth. I know. I fuck, man. I've I've been. Uh, You've been. I've been in in shitty shitty health before, and the grind is fucking health is wealth. I mean. Time goes by like that, boys. Just gotta yeah. fucking get clicked. That's it, where he's just like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 45. I'm like, I'm not that. And he's like, well, it doesn't matter if you're 35. I'm like, I'm getting close. He's like, it doesn't matter if you're 25. I'm like, ah! Oh, okay. boy. I'm already behind the, uh, <laughs> the, the things ball. I did it's to myself harsh, when I was 25. It's right? so funny, those harsh reminders towards the end of the interview. I'm just like, ah, fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck, yeah. this is my third beer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, like, we all got to take our steps to, you know, living a better and healthier lifestyle. I mean, I quit smoking two years ago. Fucking and so, right. like, these are these are the, yeah. this, the things that you have to do, but you can't just fill those voids with other voids. You got to just make sure yeah. that you that you stay on top of it and you're just good to yourself. You got to be good to yourself. Yeah. Small yeah, steps, right? And I wouldn't just settle either. I would, you know, you got to constantly try to improve and mm-hmm. switch up things in your daily routine to stay healthy. Like, mm-hmm. man, look at that guy's brain power and his energy and everything. Like, he's so youthful. And oh, yeah. just, like, all the stuff he's done to maintain that is incredible. Yeah. And it's not all supposed to be easy. You just don't no. make changes and you enjoy it. No, absolutely. It's supposed to suck. Like, some of it's supposed to suck. And you're supposed to grow from that suck. Yeah. yeah not absolutely. to get all inspirational here. No, no, like, not fuck. at all. Like, it's not going to be no, easy like, to get better. It's like better. getting a tattoo or something, right? Like, it's going to be painful, but, you know, you're going to have something on you forever. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> it's worth it in the end, right? But you got to suffer to get there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. He, I guess the best way you could put it is that Gil Anza is a professional human being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And an absolute G. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it was uh, it was so great to have him on the show. Um, you know what? Without further ado, we're just gonna jump right into it. This is episode twenty six of the Down by Two podcast, featuring Gil Ansa from J Eleven Body Tech and professional bodybuilder. Enjoy. Ayo, Josh Elijah here. Are you like me and super into sports betting? You trying to find the best odds but don't know which sports book to use? Buddy, we got you covered. Use our promo code DB2 and check out our latest picks on our new show, DB2Bets, powered by BetStamp and brought to you by the boys from the Down by Two podcast. Every Thursday, we'll be giving you our top picks and the best odds across all the major sports books. And it's all thanks to the boys at the BetStamp app. BetStamp connects you with a ton of different online sports books. We're talking the score bet. We're talking Bet365, Bet99, Sports Interaction, Cool Bet, Caesar Sportsbook, BetMGM. The list goes on. Here's the best part. Our promo code links you to all of these, so you can cash in on all those sweet sign-up bonuses these sites have to offer. All you gotta do is listen to DB2Bets every Thursday and use promo code DB2, and we'll tell you which sportsbook has the best odds. That's it. It's that easy. All odds that we use are found on the BetStamp app, where you'll shop for the best lines, find betting analytics, bet link, media picks like ours, and so much more. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario and enter promo code DB2 and pick your favorite betting site. That's betstamp.app slash Ontario, promo code DB2. 
We just want to see you win a couple bucks. So tune in every Thursday, grab yourself a yup, and watch the money pile up. Oh, and please gamble responsibly. Another special guest on the show today, and this one uh, I'm really, really excited that we we're able to work out this date and uh, be able to reconnect here. Uh, we actually go way back, even to my bartending days uh, when I was bartending at Boston Pizza, Front and John, um, and he was one of our uh, one of our regulars that would come in around Blue Jay season and uh, got to get to know him uh, very well and uh, got to spend some time with him. So it's great to be able to reconnect uh, with uh, with Gil Ansa, um, CEO of J11 Body Tech and former bodybuilder. Gil, my man, how you doing? Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> yeah, thank man. you very much, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Great to great to have you here, man. And it's it's funny, you know. It seems that Boston Pizza has been a bit of a theme on the show lately, uh, where you know we we have had some uh, some former employees. Uh, our producer Bird has actually uh, worked at Boston Pizza as well, so it's yep. great to get everyone Honestly, back here, all together under uh, under the same mic, I guess. At this point, no that that was that was the spot, you know. Uh, Raptors game, Blue Jays game, you yeah. know that was the spot, you know, before the games. <laughs> You absolutely, know? absolutely. Yeah, I was you know, always... going there with you know taking bringing my son. Yeah, you know we would hang around with uh, with Joshy and then head to the games. Yeah, that's <laughs> sounds like <laughs> that's, a great time. <laughs> that's standard. That's standard around my parts. <laughs> but let's uh, let's jump into it because we've been really excited to be able to have you on the show here and just talk about bodybuilding, the world of bodybuilding, and that's something that we definitely want to jump into. But uh, we always we always like to start off by uh, finding out you know a little bit more about your past and how uh, where it all started really because I know we were having a conversation even before we started recording here and uh, and you're retired actually and so let's let's maybe start there. Okay. Well, okay. Well, basically, uh, frankly, mm. I was actually playing football at Champlain College, you know, the powerhouse Champlain College Cougars in Quebec. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it really went, really went well. Mm -hmm. Had a good career there. Uh, mm. I ended up, you know, actually, you know, I was like, I was all Quebec safety. Yeah. And then after that, you know, kind of went on to, I went on to family life. And, uh, then I started working actually in corrections for the federal government. Gotcha. But, you know, what ended up happening is that um, working shift work and so on and so forth, um, I started to get really heavy. And the complete disparity between my athletic shape and my training mm -hmm. and how I was looking, I, I started to feel just terrible. Now, yeah. even though I was going to the gym, you know, for the most part regularly, something was mm -hmm. definitely missing. So what I did, what happened was one day I was going to the gym, you know, and I had, we had a little crew right. and I saw a flyer and it said bodybuilding show uh, in Kingston. And that's, that's this time I was at the Kingston Pen. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I was working at the Kingston Pen through the whole Bernardo area and everything, which is really interesting. But, oh, wow. Well, but, I yeah, definitely yeah. want to unpack that too. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I said bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. you know i didn't know anything about it but i was like this is really interesting yeah now, of course so me my me and the, the, you know, the five or six guys the little, our little crew we decided okay we're gonna jump in you know this sort of thing and let me tell you something i was a mess it was absolute mess like yeah. the furthest thing from 
a bodybuilder. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to actually say disgraceful, but really tell you the truth. It was, you know, going to work, you know, heading out, having a beer, drinking pizza, uh, sorry, eating pizza, yeah. whatever, you know, sort of thing. I mean, you know, starting, starting to get that, you know, tell you the truth at my age, you know, I believe it was... At that time, it was maybe 29-ish. But anyways, mm. started to get that major middle-aged spread. Sure. So I had a friend who had competed, and he said, listen, you're going to have to get a coach. So I hired a coach, and she was she, I mean, she was amazing. Yeah. So I hired a coach, and then I remember the first time she gave me the diet. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You want yeah. me to do this? <laughs> yeah, that's always the hardest part right there, <laughs> no, right? I'm sorry, I mean, chicken breast. Rice, uh, we call it broccoli, yeah, chicken breast. I mean, it was rice it was, it and was, broccoli it was, again. Was, and there's nothing fancy every day, yeah. every single day. This is what I'm eating every day, and it was for five months. And I did see, really, and now going back, this is what's interesting. We'll come, back, we'll, we'll come back, but mm. there was at that back then, there was no cheat days, there's no such thing as cheat days. So you ate this, yeah, every single day. And there's no such thing as okay. Well, Breakfast, you know, Saturday we're gonna have a cheat meal. You, there was nothing to look forward to. Okay, <laughs> so you have to you had to grunt this out. Yeah. So, as well, we quick thought, quick question, quick yes, question. Sir. When it when it comes to so you're saying chicken, rice, veggies, broccoli. Um, is it's like how many times a how how many times a day are you like? What does your breakfast six look like? Six, six meals. meals. Six liters of water, and then of course. Any supplements that you need, like whey protein, yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, branched chain amino acids, stuff like that. But for the most part, it was like six meals a day. But really, the concentration at that time was very, very extremely intense training and the nutrition. That was the main concentration. That's what that's, that was the focus, really. And then cardio was twice a day because I was, I was, I was just so far out of shape. So was, yeah. twice a day I was doing cardio. So mm -hmm. what ended up happening was I ended up basically trying to trade off all my shifts with everybody. So I would work midnight shifts so that I can get the, do the cardio when I came off my shift, sleep, uh, go to the gym, do cardio, go to work, sleep all night long, go to the gym, go, go to the gym, do cardio right off my shift, mm -hmm. then sleep. So that's just what I did. I had no personal life. I had no friends. That okay. sounds I had, like I, hell. Nothing for that, for the, this whole five months, mm -hmm. and uh, suddenly all my, the friends I was doing with they all started to drop off. Okay, okay you know, and but they were ahead of me. Yeah. By the way, they were way ahead of me. And now this is not. A, this, I'm, I'm not patting myself on the back because I was a mess. But mm. then. It, it, there were so many times when I wanted to quit. I was like, "This, I, I, I can't do this, man. This is, I just oh, yeah. can't." I'm but you know that something. That just I would have quit after stuff. a week. That's insane. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. seriously, I, I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. I mean, like, you know, call me whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was so many times. But then it's something just within you was sort of like, okay, you know, if I quit now. I'm going to quit on myself for the rest of my life. And well, that, that's yeah. like this, 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 there was just constantly this voice. And of course, you know, she was always pushing. She was always pushing. But, you know, there, there, there was never really a time until maybe it got to the end, getting towards the end where I was looking at myself and saying, oh, wow, this is coming together. You're uh, seeing the results. There, yeah. There was never really that time I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I'm looking fantastic. No. That, that, there, was, there was really nothing 
but all I knew was with okay, kids, and then also the, it was it was local events. So I know that so as people got to know that you were doing it, they're all saying, "Okay, we're coming to the show. We're coming to the show." I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, I can't now." Yeah, you can't back yeah. out. Yeah. There's that, an one, that was the other there. thing. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Okay, so you, so you got that kind of ego that kind of kicks in until like, "Hey, well, if I quit." Okay, that's that's the first thing, and the second thing is now people are coming, and people then as you got close, people are buying tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The heat's on. Like that's 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 when that's when things start to become really real. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this short. So what ended up happening is I ended up winning the show. Oh wow! Well, wow. that's amazing. Right that's... out of the first career show. <laughs> but see, but the take that's home point, the, the take home point that really here was that. It is bodybuilding is a very, very, very tough, tough sport. Oh man, yeah, it's very tough, and it's not like it's not like you know other sports where you can, you know, hey, after the game, you know, cut loose, have a beer, whatever. If you're really gonna go on, you're gonna keep, you're gonna do it, or during that that time when you are training. Mm-hmm. You're all in. It's not like you can just kind of dilly dally. See, and the, and the key thing is when you get on stage, you, you can train five, six, seven, eight months, and you have in pre judging, you have five minutes to impress the judge. You have to do a sort of thing when they call that lunch. You have five minutes. And in that five minutes, if you don't get called out, it's over. Okay, yeah, it's over. Man. They call, like, they call, call to have a lineup, and you have numbers, and they call out the, the, call out the top five or the top three. And if you don't, Impress upon the judges within that period of time. It's over. That's it. That your whole six months. Not like you can say, okay, well, we'll get them next time, or yeah. get them in the second half, or get them tonight. It's over. Yeah. You see, it's that's it's very it's hard that way. Yeah, that's. So, well, that's, so that's yeah. how it all started, and then I went. Of course, then then, I, then, I, then people naturally start to gravitate to you and start asking for coaching. I said, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I, I, I have to get a coach. So that's when I started to educate myself, and that's where basically everything. That's where the trajectory started. So gotcha. basically, through education and getting certified, and also the truth. Mm-hmm. The biggest. The biggest teacher was losing. When I would lose, take clients into shows and lose, it forced me to have to develop myself. Yep. And then I got better and better and better and better. Then I started to win. But it's it, coaching, bodybuilding coaching is a, it's very much a craft. So yeah. people don't understand to understand how to bring somebody into a show so that they drop their water so that they can peak for their event. So that it's a craft. It's not like something like you know. Okay, well, okay, I'm just gonna you know uh, I know about chemistry or right. No, yeah. no, no, no. It doesn't work that way. You know, mm-hmm. you you're gonna have like I many times that I have a client. I'll start start getting them ready to peak for their day for the day. Maybe 10, 12 weeks out, I'll start working with the body to see how they're dropping water, if they're responding better to fats or carbohydrates, are they spending better, better to higher proteins, uh, how are they responding to their cardio? How, so basically, I'm seeing how their body is responding. And if they're checking in regularly, this is mm-hmm. how I'm, I'm This is how I'm dialing in. So then I know about 10 days out what exactly I'm going to do, and I can keep them for maybe for two or three shows straight by doing this. Yeah, but gotcha. unless you are, unless you do this over and over and over and over and develop, it, as they say, and I, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not easy at all. No, no, not at all. And you know what? That's that's I never really looked at it from from that perspective where you basically have like some raw putty. Like you you get the, the these clients that come in and people that you're coaching, and you get to shape them based on their body types and and help them achieve uh, their highest goals. So. 
It's a lot yeah. of individual differences. It really is. Like one person's not going to be the same case. as another person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, one of my questions is, is like you were obviously like you have an athletic background, you know, especially playing football at a very high level. But what was it that drew you towards bodybuilding as opposed to going and doing something else in a different like whether or not it would be any sort of like mixed martial arts or, or boxing even or or anything else that you'd be able to use your your physical uniqueness? Um, what really gravitated you towards? See, that's a really good question. Bodybuilding. Yeah. When I saw the poster, yeah, uh, the I can't remember the athlete that was on it, but you know what? It looked so artful. Like mm-hmm. the, the individual on the poster, it, it was so like it, well, for, for lack of a better, beautiful. Yeah, the, the physique was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I would just love to look like that for a day but just because of the lines and the way the, the muscles were inserted yeah. and just the, the aesthetic appeal and how the how how his body flowed it's sort of like you know it's 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 sort of like you know like wow like that's mm-hmm. the david you know what i mean it's sort of like yeah. you know what like i i just would love to try that you know just i just would just love to if i can just look half that way you know i just thought wow this is i, I found it just so interesting because i mean i played baseball and said you know something this is something that i've never done i want this challenge would you say uh the competitive playing competitive football too a big part of that is the off-season training and the weightlifting and that do you think that kind of gave you the I'd say that kind of got you into weight training to start, obviously, preparing for a big season. Like, very good, very, very, very good point because you, this this is exactly what you would be doing because you know, you would get your essential off season program, and a lot of it basically was bodybuilding. A lot of it was like, you know, squatting and bench press and because deadlifting, shoulder press. That's what it was. And, and I was talking to Josh, uh, you know, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I was saying it, you know, when you look back, um, what 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 we are actually doing today or what you see people doing today, basically the foundation of a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, the advanced functional training for athletes started with the foundation of bodybuilding because when we were training in the off season basically that's what we were doing we would be looking at okay franco colombo and arnold and and, uh, and uh, sergio oliva and you know mm-hmm. James, and we would be emulating what they would do to, 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 to get power in their legs and through their hips and and their shoulders and and bending. and this is basically what we'll be doing and now when you when, then all of a sudden when athletes started to get faster when you start to see the Herschel Walkers start to come in and you see the Bo Jackson start to come they start they realized that okay we're going to need longer faster athletes and and, and you know and then there's a time when you you had Lyle Alzeos and the Howie Longs and we everybody just yeah. loved this but then. You need more speed. Yeah. You need athletes to be more functional. So basically, then basically based on this foundation, they started to basically this is where the high order, the the science, okay, of functional training that we have today came out of bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Absolutely. Did you say that? Did you say that you um, drew like inspiration from uh, some of those household names, like Arnold or absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, Arnold. You know, uh, Sergio Oliver. Absolutely. Yeah. He was. He was. That was my man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, you know, I would just look at him. You know, just I just I could just look at him all day. You know, but basically, you know. It, it, just to see how small his waist are, waist was, you know, yeah, yeah. where the flaring, you know, the, the thighs, the way they would flare, you know, and, and just that look of confidence that you always had, you know, I, I just, I just thought it was, it was just amazing, absolutely. Speaking of which, while we're on the topic of uh, legendary bodybuilders um, and the Olympia, um, is there anyone that you've trained that has those aspirations? At least any Canadians that you can think of that uh, are on the radar to that are kind of at the at the pinnacle of current bodybuilding or is there anyone in particular that you think that is going to be there in, in the coming years oh boy i know that's a that's a heavy hitting one i mean it's a it's a big aspiration you've had who who won eight in a row and then lost the last couple of years who am i thinking of who won and lost he won eight in a row and in the last couple of years he's been a finalist but he hasn't got it he hasn't got it done you talking about the big Rami, he just won. He big Rami him. just won, and then the yeah, year before was uh, Phil Heath. Phil, yeah, Phil Heath is what I'm thinking. He's kind of he's, yes. he's the late legend or the latest legend, I'd say. And then exactly, Rami yes. looks like he's going to go on a run. He's a he's a pretty big. Yeah, boy. well, you know, I, I wouldn't, I would, I definitely wouldn't count him out. See, he's he's a kind of he's the kind of competitor though that basically has that kind of tenacity you know he has that kind of con- con- tenacity perseverance and you know he can come out of anywhere you know you don't become an eight-time champion or you don't know, in the universe because you know uh, just you know by mistake you know the, yeah. these, and this is something that you know that once again me and josh were talking about you know, like bodybuilding not only is it a tough sport but yeah. The thing about it is, just like any other sport, the uh, the top two percent at that at that level, they're the same as uh, you're using bolts, the same as your Barry Bonds, or sort of in other in other sports. You're, you're, because Barry Bonds, you have to have that kind of uh, hand eye coordination to be able to hit mm-hmm. a baseball like oh, that. Of course, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what you're taking. Okay, yeah, you, you, yeah. To, to, to see the ball, they're seeing it. Way before, like they're seeing, they're seeing. Doesn't matter. No matter what we take, you're not going to see it. You're not going to be able to do that. Or to mm-hmm. skate like a gila floor. What you, there would always be. Okay, sort of thing. So yeah. basically, at that level, to have the genetics, okay, to look like that. But not only, it's not only the size. Yeah. It's the shape. It's yeah. the symmetry. It's, it's it's the symmetry, the shape, the presentation. To be able to to be able to put on that kind of mask. None but, of us will ever be able to achieve that. Exactly. <laughs> no. But then there's another thing <laughs> is pain tolerance. You see, yeah. they, also they have a very high pain tolerance. It's not like you can basically you can just basically do the same thing you did last year. You've yeah. got to really push yourself each year. So basically, a lot of them are training extremely sore injured but they're p- pushing themselves right through okay so basically when you see these guys and they're up there mm-hmm. you know they they have really suffered to get there then on top of that they're training on very low calories a lot of times as they get closer but yet they still have to push themselves when you see something you know, it's not like he's eating like ten thousand calories okay yeah. their, their, their calories are, are low depleted. a lot of times the carbohydrates are very low and they're pushing themselves right through it to get that dry aesthetic look Okay, and then on top of that, 
Posing is not easy. It's basically they have to. They're, they're posing. Posing is very, very difficult. So basically, everybody's insertions and lines are different. So basically, when you see them up there, they're making it look like it's so easy. They have, it's a craft. They have to work to look like that. To look that way. So when you put that all into the mix, it is an extremely difficult sport. And I will say that probably for every. 50 clients that would walk in and say, I want to do a bodybuilding show in my office. Three get into a show. Yeah. Finish. Staggering. We're able to finish. Yeah. Most of them will quit or say that they can't do it or whatever. Because we, and no, no, no disrespect to them. They, everybody's got their own reasons, but three will actually be persevere, push themselves through and get themselves on a stage. Yeah, it's not it's not a hobby, right? It's a complete lifestyle, and I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the pain tolerance that goes into it because there's a stigma for the people that don't do it that you think like you take your supplements, you go and work out, and then you can do it, and it's just like it's so far beyond that, and it is such a painful grind. Like I'm an average Joe that exercises a few days a week, and some days emotionally or physically, I feel like I can't. And, you just yeah. take the day off. These guys take it. I feel to, like that a couple times a month. Yeah. <laughs> Forget like, about a week. But they yeah. take it to. That's a very good point, too. So, like, it's not like you can just say, okay, well, hey, listen, you know, I, I, I'm having a bad day today. Yeah. So I don't feel like working out. And then when you're. It's a 24 hour commitment. Calorie, yeah. like, when your calories really low, it affects your serotonin level. So you're not always yeah. in a fantastic mood. So it's still got to go. And then on top of that, you better have a lot of support around you because, and, and family support because you're all in. So basically, you got to tell your, you got to tell your wife, your kids, your friends. I'm sorry, I can't go out and eat today. I can't go to the barbecue. I can't. So basically, you're all in. And what mm-hmm. I will say also is that I can't, for the life of me, understand why bodybuilding is not accepted. Not I shouldn't say, but why it's not more uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, um, embraced by the mainstream. Why is it not yeah. in the Olympics? I mean, <laughs> we did have this. We did have this conversation, and I'm really excited to get into that as yeah. well because I mean, you bring up a really good point when it comes to the Olympics, and and you know, it it, it should be something that that should be considered at least i know it still has this taboo feel to it it doesn't and it's it's insane yes because you see the thing about it is i think the other i mean nothing against it but the other day i saw like i I was telling guys so i saw you know the balloon world cup i mean and this is this is on tv (laughs) yeah espn yeah i mean okay okay fine i mean nothing against it honestly really i mean this is no balloon popping it's balloon popping world cup yeah yeah come on honestly i mean you know and i saw pie eating a pie eating we call it a pie down your face they want to make they want to make esports like esports is as big as esports yeah yeah i mean no and that's that's being considered or if not has already been approved for the olympics now yeah. once again yeah <laughs> but what i'm trying to say is that there is absolutely <laughs> there is absolutely no reason why bodybuilding has not been accepted into the olympics and basically can be stringently tested like anything else how many times yeah. have they sent powerlifting home for the whole team home Oh, for yeah. testing positive for testing for banned substances over and over and over again and in other sports let's not pretend other sports other sports are not laced with it uh, of course yeah. and i'm not i am not condoning the use of performance enhancements i mean I, I i i'm not i'm not what i'm saying it is what it is 
So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is if, if basically if they're saying that basically it's going to be tested like any other sport in the yeah. Olympics, why isn't bodybuilding accepted? I think it would be a huge hit too, and I think it'd be a big step in the right direction Absolutely. to reduce the stigma. Like it, there's no need for it to be there. Like you said, there's performance enhancing drugs used in every single athletic sport, and it's tested, and, and you, you can test and, and you can test just like anything else. And bodybuilding is a fascinating sport where people actually enjoy it. Like oh, everyone yeah. strives to have that incredible physique. I mean, people don't do what they have to do to get it, obviously. Um, but everyone's always interested and intrigued by it, right? Like even your average Joes will look at someone that's that's chiseled and jacked and you're just like, fuck, that's it's fucking a work, awesome. Well, it's a work of art when you look it, at it, it right? Really like is. It's, it's amazing. And people will love it. I think ding, they would ding, eat ding. it up. I think they would eat it up and, if you know, it was and, on the big and, stage. And really not, you see, the spinoff here, too, is it promotes wellness. Oh, yep. Great point. It does. It does promote wellness. It promotes. Okay. okay. You see somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's inspiration and it promotes mm-hmm. wellness. You're prom- okay. You're promoting. We okay. Right now, we have all kinds of apps. We have all kinds look with all kinds of tools. We have the best si- the best probably has ever been. Oh but yeah. Yet, obesity is an all time level. Explain this. Yeah. It's yeah. Such a yeah. good point. Yeah. So basically, to have this kind of exposure, okay, and see, look at these natural athletes, athletes, whatever you want to call it, but so I mean, doing this, it promotes wellness it promotes healthy eating it promotes it just basically and the products that go with it in we call in the face of nutrition let's okay bodybuildings have been around since the 1800s oh yeah in greece body of a greek god baby yes in greece they would be lifting stones i just have a body of a great great feats of of strength (laughs) and then in the 1900s Hundreds. You have the sando. You have the sando. Basically, who would be? Who would be? Actually, was very, very chiseled. And basically, he would have. He would be having. We call it demonstrations with powerlifting. So this has been around. And then he was the first one, actually, to start selling products, weightlifting equipment, everything in the 1900s. We call it around wow. his physique and his props. So this is not. This is not. All this is not new. It's not like this is some kind of a new thing. But of course, everything evolves. But what I cannot with the tech, I can understand these guys train extremely hard, very, very hard. But to be pushed, to be kind of be pushed, like they should have pay per view by now. They should be mm-hmm. just like just like MMA or any other sport. They should be well embraced, okay, and they should be appreciated for that for that hard work because it is tough. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And, and it is. It is. It is a work of art. It's like, you know, sort of thing. I mean, you get up there, you get get up there under those lights and go through it, and you'll know how difficult bodybuilding is. And it should, I just think that it should be appreciated. So why do you why do you think that it is like that it's not allowed in the Olympics? For for example, like what is your opinion behind that? Okay, so when you look at a bodybuilder, okay, so especially at, at, at when they're so big, the, the immediate thought is this person is so heavily chemical chemically enhanced yeah and i and i think that so basically by looking and you when you see this basically you're thinking that this is all the sport i mean i don't know how many people have said to me well i don't know i, I can't tell who won they're all big yeah but think about it yeah. not knowing that the shape symmetry presentation the you know basically there's so many aspects of it there's weight classes there's different divisions mm-hmm. that, I think that all, all that is lost on a lot of people 
Okay, so when you look immediately, this is the assumption because like, that's the way you look. But you know what? Not everybody can look that way. And also, there's not enough money in the sport. When something is not driven, okay, by money, immediately it's, uh, dare yeah. I say this, nobility is lost. If they were getting paid 50, 60, 70, 80 million dollars and they were getting, and they were getting, Heavy TV revenue, the game changes completely. Of course, that's mm-hmm. a huge issue too, yeah. and we all know that. Money drives everything. Yeah, I mean, like for it's it's almost depressing at that point where it's just like you can put in all this work and and all this time and all physical, physically and mentally draining and and everything that goes into bodybuilding, and for someone to just quickly look and judge it and be like, oh yeah, no, they're on PEDs for sure, and then just like they just pa- like passively judging a book by its cover. I mean, that's that that sucks. That's really shitty. Well, not only I tell you the truth, take away everything, they, was, they, they would still be the best. That's the key. Take, yeah. it, take it all away, they yeah. would still be the best. Plus, to look that way or to get to that level, like any other sport, you still have to have the fortitude, the tenacity, mm-hmm. everything that goes goes with the, the ability to be self-directed and trained by yourself. No, this is not a team concept where you have you have the guy rah 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 spanking your ass. You know what I mean? No, you're, a lot of times you're doing this by yourself. Oh, so yeah. all these uh, throw in all the aspects of what it takes to be a champion. Okay, that's not going to change. So basically, that means that means they have all the aspects of a championship athlete with or without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 100 agree. Absolutely. And you know what? I feel like we live in such a lazy society that people use it as a cop out to not achieve that wellness themselves. Like people just look at, yeah, he just, he uses steroids or he, he, he's chemically enhanced, but at the same time, they won't get off the couch and go even exercise. And that's the foundation of doing it all. I mean, you have to go, you have to show up and go to the gym and you have to have the fortitude to go through it. So, and nutrition. Yeah, 100%. And like, that's no, ex- forget about that part. All the nutrition, the meal prepping, the drinking yeah. the water, all these things, get, making sure you get to bed, making sure you, making sure you sleep, all these factors, you've got, you, you have to have that. And a lot of these guys are tracking everything they put in their mouth. They're tracking what they're, oh, what they're, so all of these factors oh do you want to do it or don't you want to do it mm-hmm. yeah and it's easier it's easier for someone to look at it and be like like nah like they'll, they'll make an excuse for it next week so they'll, they'll yeah. develop this this perception of it so that they can have an excuse for themselves not to even yeah oh well, even I do anything that, right i can look at that if i just put all the stuff into my body yeah you know sort of thing and it makes it, it can make somebody feel better about themselves but it's not the case because i can i can just i can back a u-haul up to, to your garage and load it up and say go ahead go go for it you're not going to look like that no yeah no, especially not without the proper guidance and what have you. Um, a very good point too. Yes, I yeah. So I'm I'm really interested in in the whole process of you know even just when it comes to the actual like like the actual show and everything and the competition and you especially being a coach and you you know having all the different clients that you that you bring through and all all of the people that you coach. Uh, what exactly like bring us through the day of competition and what everyone has to go through and how they actually made judge these competitions because that to me is really interesting oh so you want to go back to okay well first okay <laughs> <laughs> it might be a loaded question but there's I'm a really... lot that goes into it obviously yeah 
All right. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So they say we want to do a regional show. So yeah. basically, you're approached, any coach may be approached, or they, they may decide they want to do it themselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. So basically, they would register for for the the uh, whichever province they're in. They would register for their organization, mm-hmm. and then they would they would pick a show because there's various shows within like maybe somewhere close by where they pick a show. There's various shows. Uh, if they're if they're not if they're, if they're new, they would actually they would maybe uh, register for a, a posing clinic, or their coach will teach them how to pose. It's, it's, it's exceptionally important. Mm-hmm. Probably okay. one of the biggest mistakes I would probably say that I ever made was, you know, learning it once and thinking, oh, okay, I got this. No, ah, it okay. that way. Yeah. Anyway, so Posing. Um, then, then they was they basically start to get ready for their event. Mm-hmm. They would train, get ready for the event, then work with a coach. Now, the thing about when they're working with a coach, they're dieting, they're mm-hmm. dialing in. They usually would be checking in with the coach at least once a week, but probably preferably twice a week. Of course. Checking in with the coach either physically, so the coach can actually look at them, assess body fat, everything. The, mentally, that's the, the, the biggest thing for me is what they're not saying. Well, yeah. I'll listen to I'll listen Right, to, right, right, right. What, right. It's, it's your body language, maybe what you're not saying that I'm picking up, I'm picking up on cues, sort of thing. Um, what, what, what is your body language even saying when I'm asking you to do quarter turns? Like, is this person, is it, is it, they engaged? So I'm picking up on a lot of things, which I'm writing down, but you probably don't know I'm running it down. Gotcha, anyways, yeah. So, so there's that. So basically, I'm, but when I'm seeing it, and then when I'm looking, when they're sending photos, I'm, I, I have basically I'm documenting everything. Okay, mm-hmm. how are they eating everything? And basically, so each week I have a running record of how their body is progressing. And as they get closer to the show, they're either ready or they're not ready. And, if they're and really you can not ready, you can see I'll that. Say, okay, you know what? Maybe let's try the next one. But if they're ready, yeah. I like I like them to be ready. Maybe you know, preferably at least ten weeks. 10 weeks, eight, at least eight weeks out. If they're ready for the show, you know, mm-hmm. I, I usually would tell them, oh, yeah, you're, you're good to go. But I'll, t- I'll try and push them a little harder. But anyway, right. so, um, and then the, the, the bodybuilding, usually, it, once again, though, everybody's different. It usually, you got to get them in there so that they're dry. And oh, another thing too, though, if I see this body parts that are lagging, I'll try and I'll try and set up their training so that they're basically bringing up their body bits because the aesthetics or symmetry is so it's massive. Mm-hmm. You can't just be big and have everything all over the place. You, everything has to match. Of course, right? there's got to be symmetry. Yeah, symmetry is it's huge. You can be as big as you want, but if your arms are long and all over the place and you have no legs, this is and that. You can say you're too. You can say you're. You can tell when they've been skipping leg day. Famous for that. I've got genetics though. Yeah, you're the ugliest 220 pound person I've ever seen in my life. Good for you. Next. You know what I mean? Oh man, that's ruthless. You know, really, it doesn't. But somebody could be in there, you know, at 205, or you can see a middleweight come in and win the whole show because he's just beautiful from top to bottom. You know that that this 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 is what comes really comes down to. And you know, sort of thing. You have to be complete. So, anyways. Uh, but you, you gotta bring them in. So basically, you're gonna carve them up. Yeah. Or you're not gonna. Sometimes I won't really, because they're kind of ready. So basically, basically, then now it's where it gets really tricky because our our body is 
basically we're water we're, we're we're water so it's really tricky is having them drop their water at the right time because you gotta nail it so the let's say you gotta be on stage at nine at nine o'clock that's where project starts but they're gonna be on stage at okay so I, you gotta along in your mind you gotta project give or take x amount of time the show's gonna be running late i gotta think about every single thing okay, what if they're late okay what if this what if that? so i gotta think of every single aspect that could happen so basically i'm saying okay i'm gonna give 15 minutes here 15 minutes here this that so i gotta i gotta think about all aspects yeah so that they, they get on stage and they are ready so i want them already before okay also i want them to have a little bit of energy but I, but it depends on how they look sometimes i'm sorry dude you're gonna have to suffer because I, because I'm seeing that if I, if I put anything else inside you, you're gonna be off. And this is what is so unforgiving about bodybuilding, or any other aspect mm. or, or or division, is that you can, you can be off at yeah, twelve and look beautiful at six. But too yeah, bad if your timing's you off, off just like that, wow, it that changes the whole physique. And then crazy. you could be off for one, you could be off for one show, the next week go in and win the whole show. Yeah, timing is critical, but it's not easy. Yeah, I've, I've actually, when I've like just watched recaps on the Olympias and stuff, I've heard that where commentators will will make uh, make notice of that, like people that they're projecting to win, but they just that day they come in and they're just bloated or something, and it just all it, it comes down to is like a day's worth of their cutting or whatever it is. Like it's it's crazy how unforgiving it is. It's crazy. Yeah, and very very much so. Very much so. Uh, it is really it's 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 unforgiving. Very unforgiving. Uh, and so once again, let's we can go back and we can say like it's tough. It's tough, and I think that you know it really be really need to be uh, appreciated. But if for nothing else, it's an art. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. It really, it really, it really is an art. Yeah. Do you have any advice for maybe like not even someone who's trying to get into bodybuilding, but just going to the gym, living a healthy lifestyle? You you have to obviously make a lot of changes. Um, do you have any advice for someone who wants to switch up their life? You know, like sleep schedule, diet, things like that. Yes. You know what? I think. One of the biggest problems that I think that not I'm not gonna say a problem, but you know what? Okay, obviously the key is, is, is consistency. Mm -hmm. But when I okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that the biggest problem I have right now with wellness clients and with clients in general that want to get in just 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 for general conditioning and wanting to get in wanting to get in shape is that they the biggest struggle is your why your why is probably mm. the most critical thing great call it's gonna great be your call. biggest motivation yeah. probably. it's gotta be your biggest motivation you see i think that too often i think that we maybe we've gotten off the beaten track it's like like looking at people and all all you see on maybe on social media and 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 general and you know ge like you know the general uh what do you call it, you know uh advertising sensationalism mm -hmm. and so on and so forth this you know six pack this and six pack that and six pack this this and this and this, and this. so the bar is set that if you don't look a certain way uh you're not healthy or you you, you know you haven't really cut it and basically 
to set the bar to such extremes, I think that just becomes discouraging for a lot of people. And the, and the thing about it is, to be 6% body fat or 5% body fat is not the litmus test of health. And this is what I try to drive, the point I try to drive, and then the light seems to come off. If I went to my doctor and I was just shredded, He's going to look at me and he's going to say, he's going to say, maybe to himself, but he's going to, he's going to say, okay, well, this guy's in great shape. And he may say, well, okay, good, good. He might say, but what what is he going to be most concerned about? He's going to take my blood pressure. He's going to listen to my heart. He's going to be concerned about my blood work. He's going to be concerned about my blood sugar. He's going to, he's going to be, he's going to be more concerned about my, my vital organs. He's going to be concerned about brain function. He's gonna he basically he's gonna look at my blood work. I was gonna look at my liver. He's gonna, he's gonna, basically, he's gonna look at the, the, your blood profile. Shit, look I'm getting spooked time. right now. <laughs> yeah, what's going on in, my, in a while? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, damn, I gotta go for a checkup. No, but that was my. Look from the inside. A, he's not gonna say, "Oh, yeah. oh God, you, you know, you're you're four percent." Okay, high you five. Now. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Because I've trained a lot of people that are super ripped, but you know what? They're not necessarily healthy. Mm. They're not healthy. They got a lot of health problems, but yet you can have you can train somebody that is a healthy 12, 13, 14, 15 percent. That's and which is healthy. Yeah. And you know what? After bringing them down from twenty two percent, they feel fantastic. They never felt better in their life. They go to their doctor, and the doctor said, "Oh, you were pre." Told them previous to that that they were pre diabetic, and now it's gone. They called the blood sugar is now normal. They would call it, they, would, they call it, they say, oh my God, you know what? Actually, I'm even starting to even see better now. I sleep better. I, for the life, I have better sex. Uh, I would call it, I have more energy. I would call it, I have oh, more energy. That. I gotta go to the my doctor. Kids. My mood has completely changed. No, uh, it's, all these it's things, so they feel true, so much better. Mm. That's need- wellness. That's what you want. That's gotta be your why. And then once you, that, you get that through your pumpkin that it's about your health mm-hmm. then if that drives everything else okay mm-hmm. and then it's just patience but if you're going in there and you're driving yourself and the only thing that the only reason you're doing that is for aesthetic appeal and you basically then you next you look over there yeah. and you see some and you, you're gonna stop you're shot. Yeah, you're, 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 you're gonna you're stop you you most people are going to stop because you got to realize that you're doing this for your health. I mean, if you, if you buy a car and you change the oil. You recall, you, you, you're going to change your tires. You take care of your, you take care of that beautiful car. But then most, a lot of us just leave, leave our body and you trash it until it gets sick. You yeah. know what I mean? And if you, if you lose your health, man, that's it. That's it, brother. That is it, man. It's time to check out. Do you know what I mean? But if yeah. you're healthy, you're going to be better at your job. You're gonna function better. You're gonna. Your my attention, my retention rate has increased just by eating better. Everything about me has improved just from focusing and fo- eating well, properly okay, fueling yourself. So now yeah. I'm into my fifties, getting into going towards sixty, and I've never felt better in my life. Dude, you know that's I mean? amazing. That is so awesome. Because I'm, you know, you're eating well. So yeah. don't you want to feel good? Don't you want to improve your quality of life? That's what it should really be about. And every once you once you grasp that, it's about you. 
It's about you being a better human because you're an actual, you're on what your body is actually doing for you every single day is incredible. The miracle of sight, hearing what you, mm -hmm. what, what I'm doing with my hand, that is a miracle. What from the brain, going mm -hmm. through the, everything that's happening right now, us speaking is absolutely miraculous so what our bodies are doing for us every day we need to reward it also that's the most important thing everything you know being in shape losing body fat all that will come but i mean there's a bigger picture to it like you're saying like the general wellness like this is your vessel yeah. you only get one of them the longer you go being unhealthy that's long-term damage that you won't get back too, right? Yeah. Like the why has to be your health because the day you yeah. go to your doctors and you find out you got to go on a blood pressure med or you have to go on a med to manage your diabetes, that is a punch in the gut just because you wanted – because you were too lazy – to take responsibility for your body, right? Absolutely. Like, not oh, to no, mention, a good point. Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't hit you until all of a sudden, suddenly, hey, man, you can't have cake. And you know what? Yeah. You got to take insulin every single day. Uh, you can't have this anymore. Uh, you know, you, until until you lost, you know, it doesn't hit you till these. You, your blood pressure is uncontrollable. You know, sort of thing. And then you have maybe you have diabetes. And you start to lose your sight, or they have to amputate your leg. You know, what I mean, because of diabetes. I mean, it, 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 it's very sneaky and it. It does, just you. like you that. I mean? And yeah. it can be a domino effect sometimes too, right? Yeah. Like one thing happens and then your body starts to slowly degrade one thing after the other, right? And you know, a lot I, of I, things I, are linked like that. Think, a lot of people think that yeah. this is happening is going to hit you when you're, you know, in your fifties or sixties. Uh -uh. No, no, no. It, it, it could hit you looking like, you know, in your thirties. It could hit you looking like, you know, as soon as you hit, hit forty. Everybody has a different time clock here. Yeah. And the, the thing about it is, just because you're thirty-five or twenty-five or forty, how old are you inside? You see, the thing about it is you can be. 60 but you know what inside you're 30 your cells are continually dying and changing depending on how you take care of your body and how what kind of nutrition you eat we can all say oh because macros this and macros that okay yes that is true i'll be the first one to say that is true but it, what you feed yourself so that you're basically regenerating those cells okay and renewing your body your liver is regenerating your skin's regenerating everything you every seven years they, they say that you're a new person but some body parts are, re, are, re, are regenerating themselves always so yeah the bottom line really is you internally, you could be extremely youthful. We call it maybe 15, 20, 30 years your age. Yeah. And that is health. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Any, any tips? Just, I know you're talking about, you know, what you used to eat, especially when you were training for your shows. Uh, but what, uh, any, any dietary tips that we might have for some of our listeners and maybe someone that might be listening to this that is stuck in their ways and they want to be able to start somewhere because that might be half the battle is not really knowing where to start even just when it comes to your journey of health yeah i'm curious about that well, one whether yeah tell you the truth i think that a lot of times you know there's so much information out there but yeah. mm -hmm. You have to have a balance. You have to have balance, and you have to make sure that you know you're getting. You know, of course, protein is extremely, extremely important. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, well, you know, right away, you know, drop your carbohydrates, like you know, right away. But I think that a lot of times people immediately start 
too high, you know, sort of thing, and and, and, and too much. So, I mean, you know, start with, if you're not basically used to it, or if you're not eating well, so just start, start at the ground, start where you are. So, basically, mm-hmm. you know what, three clean meals per day. Basically, you know, in the morning, have yourself, you know, a serving of, pro- of, of good, clean protein. Have some eggs, you know, drink some almond milk, uh, yeah. we call it, you know, uh, you know, have, have some, some whole grain cereal, you yeah. can enjoy your food, have, you know, some whole grain toast, you know, some, 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 put fat. down the fruity pebbles and get some oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. It really is an easy alternative to and three hours, <laughs> three hours later, have yourself, you know, it's, 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 it's some clean protein. I mean, if you enjoy fish, have some fish. <clears throat> with some greens and maybe maybe you know three quarter cup a cup of you know couscous or or or, or brown rice you know sort yeah. of thing you can make it as t- it doesn't have to be disgusting you can make you can season it make it so that's interesting then maybe you know maybe another three hours later you know for dinner you know some a nice lean cut lean cuts of beef you know yeah. sort of thing or, and uh you know once again you know have, have, have some a nice salad you know and uh, you know, it, yeah. uh a, a sweet potato you know it's a, a nice serving of sweet potato and uh, there's, there's there's your three meals and you know what if you're hungry have some popcorn you know, yeah. to, treat yourself to some popcorn, and that'll be your day. But you know, rotate it, make it eat clean carbohydrates. You know, yeah. so, and then from there, continually add to that. Maybe you're gonna find yourself really hungry. Make sure you're drinking a ton of water, lots and lots of water. Mm-hmm. Sort of keep flushing out your body, sort of thing. Keep 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 flushing out the you know keep keep the antioxidants flowing throughout your body, and it's you're gonna love yourself. And then yeah. basically from there, all of a sudden you're gonna start. You're naturally gonna start pumping out the water from all the preservatives that you've been having. Start from there, and then. As far as exercise goes, once again, people feel the starting sway, maybe so high, 15, 20 minutes a day, then go to 35, 40 minutes a day. Then make sure to look just, but, but make a commitment to yourself. Yeah. And Absolutely. just start okay, three times a week. So I'm going to do if it means just walking every day on your lunch, if it, it's your thing. And then maybe then later on, maybe start going to a gym, but start somewhere that basically the key is, is sustainable. Something so that you can do this all the time without making it to be an arduous task, then build upon it. Because if you basically, if, okay, if I am, basically not really good at math or i'm not good in and i put too much on my plate i, I it, it, my chances yeah. of success and my chance of maintaining this is are not very good no yeah absolutely so that's a good analogy you don't jump right into algebra of yeah and chuck my textbook exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but if you have a tutor that gradually gives you bite size and then increases it over time as you are able you're going to be able to sustain it and actually at a certain point start to enjoy it see the thing about yeah. it, what do they say yeah. about habits it's habit. habitual exactly yeah right, I mean? absolutely yeah i was just about to say i was just about to say habitual right before you said uh habits it becomes a routine exactly. right exactly yeah. no that's exactly. amazing 
One more time, that's Gil Ansa from J11 Body Tech. It's fantastic to be able to have you on the show. I'm really glad. You know, it's especially with all the different sports that we cover, you know, it comes to basketball, baseball, football, hockey. Um, this has just really been a breath of fresh air. A lot of a lot of uh, things that we can actually take out of this and apply to ourselves and apply uh, to our everyday lives. And not only that, but just really eye-opening about the entire world of bodybuilding and everything that goes on behind it. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to tell us uh, before we sign off here? Uh, well, one thing I'm going to say is I like the hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got to yeah. represent. Got yeah. Ball caps. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing that Diamondback hat. I'm all over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's a new, it's a new summer and, and, and lid, the, that's the, for I'm sure. not lost on the Jays either. Yeah. Go D-backs. Yeah. <laughs> Go D-backs, baby. Right on. Okay. One more time. Yeah, that's Gil Lanza, everyone, from J11 Body Tech and Professional Bodybuilder. Thank you so much for jumping on the show with us. We really do appreciate okay, it. Man. Big time appreciation. Thanks, Gil. Take care. Take care, buddy. There it is, episode 26, done like dinner, done like multiple healthy dinners that you're supposed to have on a day-to-day basis. One more time, that is Gil Ansa from J11 Body Tech. Uh, absolute pr- pleasure to have him on the show um, and be able to reconnect with him and just, man, just very insightful stuff. Yep, he's an incredible, incredible dude that uh, I think we all can learn a little bit from. And yeah, I think I'm going to go home and put put the bag of chips down and go upstairs and come back downstairs and then crush them. Have yourself some popcorn. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> rice, broccoli, chicken, rice, broccoli. Chicken, That's it. rice, broccoli. Everybody now. Chicken, <laughs> Say rice, it with broccoli. Me. Chicken, rice, rice broccoli, broccoli, chips. Oh, sometimes <laughs> fish. <laughs> A little bit of popcorn. Um, man, I mean, like, I usually eat that. We, we, I tend to eat pretty healthy on a day-to-day basis. You know, we. Yeah. I feel like we treated ourselves today with some lasagna, a little lasagna before the uh, recording, right? But that's yeah. – hey, you need to treat yourself, you know, not not if your name is Gil Ansa because there are, there are no days off. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No cheat days. Um, so make sure make sure you check uh, check him out online as well. With uh, he's got a huge following um, and, and a lot of a lot of great things that you can take from him. Uh, again, a super pleasure, great pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, but moving forward, I guess we're gonna have to wrap this up because uh, we're smack dab in the middle of NBA playoffs. Speaking of which, I mean we're gonna be coming out with uh, with uh, shows every Thursday. Uh, down by two bets, DB two bets, baby. Brought to you by Betstamp, and we're gonna be going in uh, over all of our all of our picks. Uh, going into the weekend and on Thursday nights. Um, definitely going to be excited to continue to roll those out. So make sure that you check that out uh, every Thursday. Thursday morning, they'll be up and ready for you to go and lock them in and giving you the best odds across all different sports books. And I heard, I heard somewhere that there's going to be a little promo code Wonder or something like what that. what it could be. I'm not too sure. Hmm. Oh, where did I leave? <laughs> where did I leave my promo code? Well, it's gonna be very simple. It's the letter D. It's the letter B, and it's the number fucking two. DB two, baby. That is your promo code, and you can get. How do you spell that? I might have to write that down. Yeah, after a few yups, that's how I'm gonna be pronouncing it. Oh, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, one more time for, for Gil Ansa and, uh, and and everyone else that, uh, you know, just chatting. Oh, all chat, chatting sports and, and ch- <laughs> shout out French. Shout out for speaking French. Yeah, it wasn't even, I think it's day bay For all our Quebecois listeners. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but for Josh Elijah, Mike Fulmer, and Birdman. 
this is uh, episode 26. Stay tuned. Lots of fun stuff coming in down the down the aisle here, down the road, down the canal, whatever fucking <laughs> whatever <laughs> avenues have you're a taking. Yop. Have a couple. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of rails, we're going <laughs> off them real quick here. <laughs> oh man, mix in the water. Oh fucking every now and then, a couple liters about that, <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe six. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.